you know, it's really tiring sometimes when we have to do all these podcasts together. It's like really exhausting. And sometimes when I'm this tired, I need coffee. And it'd be really great to get coffee at at a Wawa. But I can't get coffee at a Wawa because it's not in California. (laughs) So... And they have all different kinds of flavors. I remember they also had like an English toffee one too, which was freaking awesome. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, English toffee was always my go-to when I didn't want just like regular coffee. Obviously, they have breakfast sandwiches there and other things, snacks and all that stuff. Uh, gas too to get us over to, um, you know, to get us over to. It would be easy because like we, when we're on our way to Good Day Sacramento, like in this week. Oh, yeah. When we're going to Good Day Sacramento, we could just stop at a Wawa, get the coffee, get the breakfast sandwiches, and, and get, then get gas. gas. Yeah. Right. Because we'll be there. This week, actually, Saturday, uh, we're not sure of the time yet, but we're going to be there Saturday reviewing uh, Wonder Woman, spoiler-free, of course. Yeah, uh, always. Yeah, so, you know, Wawa, the, the trifecta there, you know. Yeah, it would be great if they j- would just put it right on the way to Good Day Sacramento. That way we can do all three. <laughs> <laughs> so not only not only do we want Wawa on the West Coast here in Sacramento, we also want them specifically in a certain spot so it doesn't, like, I want to backtrack. No, and you know, and usually the TV uh, studio never has any food or coffee for us. So <laughs> I th- <laughs> they keep promising. I think, we need to, I think we need to be bigger stars than that. Yeah, no doubt. Start making demands, and they're like, "Sorry." So instead of instead of getting like free coffee and free breakfast sandwiches, we're we're trying to get like a multi billion dollar company to come out here and. and and you know, put a gas station in a, in a convenience store for us. That should be much easier. <laughs> All right. Well, so, hashtag, hashtag West Coast Wawa. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna be on Good Day Sacramento Saturday morning, June third. Uh, you can watch us live. Uh, we'll have all the information on our Facebook page and, and all that good stuff. But we're going to be reviewing, spoiler-free review of Wonder Woman. And, of course, the following Monday, our podcast will drop with the Wonder Woman review. But Spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. for that one, yeah, for sure. Hopefully it's good. And I'm not eating my words right now. So, uh, anyway, well, that's that. And uh, on to our very special podcast. Welcome to episode 83 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So we have a a very, very special uh, podcast. It's a three-part podcast. Uh, We're calling it Chew on This Embraces Its Feminine Side. And this is something that's kind of been in the works for, gosh, almost a year, right? Uh, Yeah, it's been about a year. Yeah, some time ago, like a year ago, we were... Uh, stalking one of our uh, interviewees, I guess you'd call her, <laughs> and uh, uh, it just kind of it just kind of snowballed from there. Vic, as you all know, has two daughters, and I have all sons. So, uh, but but women in media is is something that I don't know. I guess over the last like five years or whatever is really kind of uh, starting to kind of. Um, I don't want to say dominate, but just really starting to kind of come about. And it's been a long time. There's no reason why uh, this shouldn't have happened earlier, but it's, it's an awesome thing to see. And, and so women are really, they're all over media and just doing a bang up job and just kicking ass. And the three women that we got to talk to are kicking ass in, in each one of their uh, genres in, in media. Um, we, our first interviewee, we met actually at Good Day Sacramento, right? Uh, yeah, back it was in our January. first. Uh, it was our first time being on TV, and we were actually surprised that she actually said yes when we asked her to <laughs> to, to be on the podcast. Um, so her name is Heidi Moneymaker. It's one of the best names. I say this all the time. Mm. She's probably sick of hearing it. It's probably one of the best names in all of like media oh. or all of film or anything. Like it's it's not a made up name either. It's not like. It's not like her normal name is like Jane Doe or Jane Smith. <laughs> That's her real name. Like it's not a stage name, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but you know, we exchanged contact information, and, and she said she she'd love to be on on uh, on our show to to promote women in media. So she's a she's a stunt she's a stunt woman, um, most famously for Scarlett Johansson in the Avengers movies and Marvel movies since Iron Man, uh, Iron Man two. Iron Man sorry. two, yeah. 
Right. Um, she's been in a lot of other things. I mean, the list would go on and on. She's been in Star Trek. She's been in John Wick 2 most recently as well. Um, she is currently filming something that we can't talk about. Um, but if you go on IMDb, you might be able to figure it out. Um, our second female um, interviewee on here is uh, Amy Ratcliffe. Yes. Um, I mean, she is ultimate journalist nerd, uh, fem- feminine power there. She she just hosted an amazing – she had actually a few panels. Like 12. At the st- – yeah, at the Star Wars comic, uh, Star Wars comic, Jesus, Star Wars celebration. She just did that. Um, I'm sure the videos are all over YouTube. We, we checked out the one where they, she had Dave Filoni on and, um, uh, Daisy Ridley and some of the yes. people from, uh, Rebels, the women of Rebels, uh, TV right. show. Uh, that was an awesome, that was an awesome, really uh, awesome uh, panel. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, of course, is, is Sarah Kuhn, who, who's a, who is a writer and author. We we've been talking to her for a year to try to get her on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, she kind of. Really I mean, time. in a in a small way, or maybe in a big way. I don't know. She was kind of the the inspiration to to kind of you know get this thing going because originally I think we wanted to interview her for a book, um, but then it just this kind of snowballed into this, which is way better. Uh, so it was really cool talking to her because she has. All sorts of different perspectives. Um, so it was really, really good interview with her. Um, and she wrote, yeah, it was, yeah. she wrote Harrow and Complex. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had found out about this book last year. We both read it, both loved it, and we've been stalking her for a year to get her on the show. <laughs> and she's actually going to be promoting her new sh- book coming out. Um, that we'll we'll let her talk about it. Um, because she she mentions it uh, on the on the episode yep. and she she talks about it herself, so we'll let her do a much better job than we could do it, <laughs> do it justice. Yeah, so it's a, it's a three part episode. Uh, so it begins with Heidi Moneymaker and then Amy Radcliffe, and then we end with uh, with Sarah Kuhn. So uh, hope you guys really enjoy it. It was actually three fantastic interviews uh, from women in different genres of media. Enjoy. Yeah, lots of great stories. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoy listening to it as much as we had um, talking to them and listening to their stories. What time is it over there? Sure. Right now? Um, it's 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Can you tell us what you're filming over there? Is that is that? I'm hush, not hush? supposed to. Oh. Okay. Ah. Okay. okay. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not Star Wars, is it? Because that would be awesome. No. <laughs> She's doing yeah. reshoots of the Last Jedi. That'd be pretty sick. <laughs> All right, so we're just gonna, we're just going to get started here. Um, we're pretty laid back with our interviews, so uh, cool. so right now I, I'd like to introduce uh, Heidi Moneymaker, uh, just an unbelievable talent in Hollywood. If you don't know about her, she's done. Let me just read off her her quote unquote resume of of the things that she's actually that she's actually been in. Uh, just some small movies like Iron Man Two, uh, Cowboys and Aliens, Avengers. Lone Ranger, Jupiter Ascending, Furious 7. I mean, these are just some crazy Civil War. I mean, these are just some crazy movies that she's done. She's one of the most sought-after stunt women in all of Hollywood. Uh, we welcome Heidi Moneymaker, who has one of the best names ever for, like, a, that's, that's your actual real name, right? Like, that's not, <laughs> that that's not a stage name. That is my name. It's a, How kick-ass is that? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of worked out, met, huh? Yeah, it definitely did. Uh, you know, we met um, what, back in January um, when we were right. doing the uh, one-year anniversary uh, plug for uh, Good Day Sacramento. And uh, I told you then that you should be in a James Bond film with just your name. It's a, it's a perfect, like, James <laughs> I've Bond film. I've been told that before. <laughs> People want to see it. <laughs> then, you have, uh, then you have Money Penny talking to Moneymaker. So, exactly. Uh, oh, that's or great. Or maybe, that's like, cool. Money, Penny, Money Penny training Moneymaker. 
you know. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like, like we just said, we we, um, we we can't thank you enough for being here. I know you're you're on a tight shooting schedule. You're filming sure. something right now that you can't. Um, they can't tell us. Uh, we know next month you're actually filming a small, a small independent film called uh, Infinity Wars. Uh, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> that's that's okay. You don't have to. All, all the uh, all the people on the internet let us know um, with that. So you're off the hook for that. Um, Good. So uh, b- before we get in, before me and BJ get a chance to geek out on all the things that you've done and, and maybe get some insight of what it's like to be uh, a stunt woman in the, in the industry, I- I'd like to, we, I want to talk about what you're doing right now with your, your partner, Lisa, your business partner, Lisa, uh, Lisa Newman, who couldn't, uh, logistically, we couldn't get her on right now. Hopefully in the future we can. So I- I'd like to talk about, um, basically about your, your business venture with her, if if you want to go into that right now. Well, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, to be honest with you, I train very, very hard all the time, and I always have. And there have been very few women, stunt women or athletes or whatever, that I have felt, you know, not necessarily could keep up with me, but that wanted to train, you know, kind of as psychotically as I like to train. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I met Lisa, she, this girl gave me a run for my money. And she's not a stunt woman. She's not, you know, a martial artist or a gymnast, you know, and... I thought, wow, here's this, here's this chick. <laughs> She's kicking my butt. <laughs> I need to do something with her. So we, um, we really just, we had a friendship of training for like two years where we were so busy. We barely had time for anything, but we'd squeeze in a workout with each other because we know that it would be a hardcore workout. And after those couple of years, we had a friend say, hey, you know what? You guys both keep talking about wanting to share this amazing knowledge you have for fitness and nutrition, uh, with the world, you should do something together. And, uh, so we thought, yeah, we really should. And that was the beginning of Fierce Lotus and our book, The Balanced Warrior and our upcoming, uh, training program called the Action Star Training, or I'm sorry, the Action Star Workout Program. Now, uh, go into a little bit about the Balanced Warrior. We were there again uh, on Good Day Sacramento. I, I read up a little bit of, uh, on the book, and it, it's basically about uh, about women empowering themselves to to say you can do everything that you want to do. To you don't have to be just a, a housewife. You can be a housewife, be in great shape, um, be a businesswoman. You can balance all those things together. It, did I get the Did I get the gist of it correct? Yes. Well, when Lisa and I first got together, we started in um, you know testing this workout program I wanted to create. And like I said, we work out really, really hard and our workouts are challenging. And we thought, you know, we have so much knowledge and information. We want to make sure that we are reaching the people who aren't quite ready to jump into a program that, you know, need help figuring out where to start. And, you know, it really starts in, in your mind. And so we decided to write the book as kind of a self-help meets fitness guide for anybody and everybody. But really we were trying to help those who don't really know their first step. And, you know, feel a little bit lost and wouldn't know where to, you know, would maybe be intimidated by jumping into a program right away. But if they could sit down and read about it and work with what's going on in their head and, and what's, what are those things, the roadblocks that are keeping them from being successful, that might be the first step into them actually jumping into a program. So besides the book, Heidi, um, you have a, do you have also like a fitness video? Um, or is that something that you guys are doing? And is there a launch date? And what is, what is it? What yeah. makes it different than others? Other well, we actually have um, kind of two products to launch here in the beginning of the summer. We don't have an exact date yet, but we're we're right on the heels of it. Uh, mm-hmm. One's called the Action Star Workout Program, and it is a really fun program. You get all these workouts that are 30 minutes or less, but they're really high intensity, and they're like shredding workouts. They're really great. Uh, you get a nutrition and meal plan guide with recipes, a meditation guide, and a calendar of events for your 30 days that you're, your four weeks that you're going to be doing this program. And there's two different levels of that. And then we also are launching a teacher training program. Um, and that is for trainers trying to get continuing education credits for their certifications and, or gyms to buy and place, uh, as classes in their gyms. And it's really cool because it's very similar to the action star workout program workouts, but we've broken them down to where you can, you can have a 45-minute to an hour-long class uh, for your time slot, and there's a whole rollout to it so you can start a little more basic and build up your, your followers and your classes and stuff. So those are the two products we're launching in the summer. 
Wow. Um, so that's going to be – that sounds like that's going to be huge. I mean, especially if um, – I mean, when once it takes off, I mean, it's going to be like everywhere. I mean, yeah. everyone's going to be doing it. Everyone's like probably going to be excited about seeing something different and new and fresh. And that's like really a fresh way to take a, a take fresh take on yeah. uh, on an exercise program for sure. You know what? You're. I, I really hope that people love it. I mean, everyone that we've tested and trained with so far thinks it's really great. The thing about it that is different. You asked that. I'm sorry, I didn't answer it. Is that it's really fun. So we've added, we've taken yoga strength supersets in high intensity cardio and made what we call action sequences and action scenes within the workout. So you're going to get, you start with two strength supersets, you know, and you power it out and they're all timed. So if you're at a different level than someone else, you can go slower or they can go faster or we can all meet in the middle. So it's a little bit, you know, better for all levels. Um, then you, you know, after this power superset, you move into like a quick 45 second yoga flow. It's, we call it an active rest, but it, you know, it's lengthening and toning the whole time. Mm. And then you jump into your one minute of high intensity cardio and the high intensity cardio we have are six beat uh, mini fight scenes, uh, based off of my experience choreographing fight scenes for some of those bigger movies. Um, so yeah, we have these really fun little fight scenes you get to learn, um, so so now all you got to do is come up with an app for the iPad where you can film with green screen, right? Like film <laughs> film you doing those little action sequences and then they could see themselves, you know, fighting in the Avengers or Civil oh, War yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a – you're on the right path, but that's coming up. <laughs> so would you, say, would you say that the workout is a little bit better if you actually cosplayed while doing totally. the workout? <laughs> Absolutely. You know why? Because that's one of our biggest things when we're, and that's not even a joke, when we're talking you through these workouts, we're, we're wanting you to get into the fantasy of the film world. So, you know, most people go to movies to escape and they sit in a theater and they watch these heroes on the screen. They get empowered. They feel good, but they're sitting still for two hours and they're eating popcorn and drinking a Coke. So we thought, why can't we bring that empowerment, that excitement, that escape and fantasy into your own living room so that you can be feeling like any superhero action star whatever you want uh while you're working out so at, through the workouts we're giving you little scenarios like we have um for example one move in one of the supersets is kind of like a a shoulder bounce and you have a, ba- a an exercise band around your wrist and you're you're pulsing doing a little shoulder exercise and we you know we kind of give you little scenarios like okay you're a super spy you're locked in a max prison and here you go you're stuck in these cuffs <laughs> They're zip tied. You got to break them. You got thirty seconds. Let's do this. So we we really do. Yeah, I, I say cosplay it up. I mean, how, how many uh, how many sessions do I have to do to to be able to do the uh, Black Widow twirling move that you have evolved <laughs> like crazy? You know what? I've, I've never taken anyone from zero to sixty on that one. <laughs> I was uh, I was telling BJ the other day was as we were getting ready for this podcast. Like I I was watching. I specifically just watched the fight scenes that you were that you were in, trying to figure out which ones were you. And I remember the first time I saw that move, and then then it it was in Iron Man two, and then it was again in the Russian scene in uh, the Avengers, but it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And then again in in Civil War, and it was different again. But every time I've seen you do it on screen, it it evolves into something that's more kick ass. So yeah, I can't wait to, to see what you do in Infinity Wars. Yeah. You can't just come and do a new movie with the If you're in that movie. <laughs> if, I, if, I, uh, if I happen to do that movie, that probably would be what I would do. Right. That you can't, you can't confirm or deny that you're in uh, that movie. <laughs> so a little bit about your background. Like we tell all of our guests that we, that we first get to interview, uh, that we first get to talk to, um, we, we internet stalk you to try to get a little bit about your background. Oh, cool. I found out some cool, <laughs> I thought not, not in a creepy way, but in, in the, in the facts and fun, fun, fun facts to talk about. You were actually, uh, you started out as a, as a gymnast at UCLA and, yeah. and a national championship gymnast as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, could you, could you uh, talk a little bit about that and how you transitioned into stunt work? Yes, of course. That's um, that was the beginning, really. I mean, I I started gymnastics when I was six years old, and I was all serious about it, making you know the junior Olympic team and all that stuff when I was younger. And then earned a scholarship to UCLA for for gymnastics, and moved to LA. And you know, I I loved it. I, I trained even harder when I got to college than beforehand. I you know really wanted to do well. And my freshman year, 
we won the national championship as a team for the first time in history. So that was really special and amazing. Um, and then the second year I won individually on bars and I won the third year on the vault. And then the fourth year we won as a team again. So I think I actually still hold a record at the school for having won a national championship every single year I was there. I think so too. I, I saw that on, I saw that in your bio, your bio still on UCLA's website. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was amazing. So that experience was something that was gifted to me by Valerie Condos, our coach in UCLA, and I'll, I'll be forever grateful just in that experience in itself. But um, once I was, you know, done competing, um, I had a couple of friends who had gotten into stunts that once in a while they'd call me and say, hey, they need someone to double this girl on a TV show or a little movie, and it's a gymnastics bar routine or something, and we're not in shape, you know, do you want to come do it? So that's kind of how I got in, just, you know, making a little bit of money on the side, um, doing, you know, some commercials here and there, and, and I... <clears throat> wasn't really sure that I was going to go into that world because I'd actually started a fitness company called the center of energy with another, uh, ex gymnast. And so we'd kind of been trying to build that company, but I, I started doing stunts and I started seeing how great it was and how fun it was. And it just, you know, my first big movie was Charlie's angels full throttle is one of Drew Barrymore's doubles. And just, I never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's yes, awesome. I'm doing this. <laughs> that is so awesome. Um, so, do you have any so do you have like any influences uh that you kind of looked up to going into that um line of work well i didn't know much about it before i got into it it was sort of like you know the classic i fell into stunts kind of thing because i did um, <laughs> literally fell literally <laughs> fell into it i was like green actors guild they want how much money for what i'm not doing this yeah i really was very um Wow. Informed about the world and the business. Um, so I didn't ha I didn't know many of the big wigs going in, but you know, I had, I've had so many people. I mean, for one thing, Mick Rogers, the second unit director and stunt coordinator of, um, Charlie's angels full throttle, you know, he really gave me this huge shot, kind of took me under his wing and taught me a lot of stuff. Um, he had originally called me because they just needed me to potentially come in for like one little scene Drew Barrymore was supposed to do a, a backflip off the ring of a boxing ring and land on Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, and, right. um, so that w I was coming in for like a day. And it got closer to the date and hadn't heard anything. So I emailed him and said, you know, I haven't heard anything about call times or anything. I just want to double check because uh, he booked me way out in advance. And he emailed me back and said, oh, I'm so sorry. No one ever contacted you, huh? And I said, no. Uh and he said they decided to go with a female wrestler. And so he felt bad having, you know, put me, and literally I'd had maybe four credits. I'd worked on a couple of Nickelodeon shows and one, you know, I really had done nothing. Um, but he still, he, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd sent him a tape of stuff I could do because he said, I want to see what you can do. So I sent him some, I had a stunt friend, um, Chris O'Hara, uh, really great, really great man and stunt man now, um, you know, brought me into a gym and said, try all these things. And we videoed it and I sent it into him. And anyway, he, he felt bad that I had gotten, you know, kicked out of my one day job and said, I actually need a second set of doubles for like a four day shoot where we're going to be having the main double somewhere else. And you won't really have to do anything, but I'll bring you on for the four days. And so he brought me on for the four days. And then five months later I was, you know, getting a lot of the, the gags myself. And he was teaching me how to do stair falls and high falls and oh, wire work and everything else. So I would say he was a big influence to start for sure. And then, um, my husband and his partner, my husband, Chad Stahelski, and his partner, David Leach, um, they own 8711 Action Design, and they just directed John Wick and John Wick 2 and um, oh. my Blonde. They started as stuntmen. Um, Chad's doubled um, Keanu Reeves, and Dave doubled Brad Pitt, and they've moved through stunt coordinating and second unit directing and directing, and they've pretty much allowed me to come in and watch all of their fight team train for years and years and years and teach me a little bit here and there and train oh, with them man. and learn how to fight and learn how to, you know, fall and do wires and stuff. So they are, they are huge influences, uh, in my life and my stunt life, I should say. Um, <laughs> not going to lie. When you, when you, when you just name drop John Wick and John Wick too, I, I geeked out a little bit. Yeah. Big well, time. So, that's great. I love, it. <laughs> love, love that movie. Uh, I have not, I unfortunately, not unfortunately, that's a terrible thing to say. I have two kids, so it's, t it's tough for me to get to the movies without yep. babysitters. So I haven't seen John Wick 2, but clearly I've kept close eye on it since 
I, you know, I did see your Instagram and, and uh, all your Instagram. I, you don't have to tell me and, and BJ how hard you work out because I see your Instagram videos and they are ridiculous. ridiculous. I, get tired. I get tired watching them. And you're like, oh, this is just a quick workout. I'm like, bullshit. That thing looks hard as hell. Like, <laughs> it's really hard. Well, first of all, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in Scotland and I'm trying to stay focused, and so I've, I'm in the gym a lot. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, someone said to me recently, um, you know, actually, my boss here, Sam Hargrave, amazing stuntman and stunt coordinator and director himself, you know, said something about like, why don't you post some of the workouts you do? Because a lot of times I'll post really good workouts, but. I won't post the like super crazy hard ones I'm doing because I figure oh, no, nobody probably wants us to do that. <laughs> He's like, you should start no, posting we, some we, of these crazy workouts. Oh yeah, they're cool. They're cool to watch because I'm just like I could never do that, but that just looks awesome. <laughs> it's even, crazy. In, even in my days of playing football in college, I'm not sure I could do those workouts. <laughs> I might be able to keep up with you like the first five minutes. But then once you actually start going, I'm like, all right, I need a timeout before I break something. Yeah. They are hard, but you know what? Fighting fighting people eight to ten hours a day straight is hard too. And you know, you're you've got a lot of gear on. It's they make everything as light as possible, you know, but you're still like being held down by a bunch of things and things are heavy and boots are heavy and there's a lot going into you know, being able to be conditioned for those fight scenes. And so for me, I, I think about that every day when I'm, I did some funny thing today where I decided to do like some interval training with the treadmill, but instead of sprinting, <laughs> I, I ran for like 10 minutes and then I kept the treadmill going. And then I went over to the heavy bag and would do like a bunch of kicks or jump up and do, pu- you know, pull ups <laughs> and do like 45 seconds of kill myself and then get back on the treadmill and I, I was planning, you know, I had my planned, you know, five intervals I was going to do. And at three, I'm like, oh, my God, I think I overplayed my hand here. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, it was one of those things where I'm like, nope, just remember what it's like on the 10th hour when you haven't, they haven't got the shot yet. And, you know, everyone's counting on you to make sure you look the way you should. So that's actually really motivating because <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of <laughs> mental mental work, I imagine. I mean, really psyching yourself yeah. up and. And uh, really going for it. Um, So very cool about the, the, I mean, this particular podcast is about like, you know, women in the industry and different types of media. And I, we just want to know like, you know, what type of influences you have and also, which you just answered, but also what type of advice would you give to somebody who is wanting to break into this industry? Um, in the stunt end? In the stunt, stunt end, yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, so there are a few things I tell people wanting to get started in the stunt industry. Number one, be really good and train really hard, and there'll always be a spot for you somewhere. Whether or not it's, you know, the lead double position or, you know, ND stunts or, you know, maybe you go into stunt rigging. You never know, but work really hard, train really hard, and, and be really good, and you'll find a spot. I always tell people to be, to be humble because, you know, you want to be around people who are not only humble, but kind and you enjoy your time with them. And the stunt industry is really interesting because it's not usually through casting. We get work. It's, it's more through word of mouth or, you know, through people you've already worked for a lot. And so, you know, a lot of times people are hiring good people and the best people, but they also want to hire somebody, you know, for example, like this trip here where I'm in Scotland for, we're we're here for like two months and you want to be around people you enjoy being around. It's a long time. It's a concentrated amount of time. A lot of times we work six-day weeks. You know, we're on nights right now, so we're living like vampires. You know, so you really do. You really want to do. Uh, you really do want to. You know, have a good attitude. Um, otherwise, you probably aren't going to get taken a lot of places. Um, logistically, uh, I would say there's a few things. First of all, you know. You, you probably want to have some background in athletics if you want to be a stunt person. We do, you know, we perform, you know, under a calculated risk situation, which means we're not going out there. I'm not a daredevil. I don't like jumping off things and breaking bones. I really don't. I like performing and I like being good at things. So, you know, a lot of times it's not those people that are, that come up to you and say, Hey, I'm crazy. I'll do anything. I can be a stunt person. We probably wouldn't hire you. (laughs) You sound like you'll get people hurt. Um, Uh, But there's a lot of, I don't know much about the rest of the world getting involved in the stunt business, but out in LA where I live, there's something called the stunt contact. 
and you can you can pay to have it emailed to you twice a month and they tell you all the productions and TV shows that are going on and who the stunt coordinators are and you can send you know a demo reel a headshot and you know letter whatever you want uh, to the coordinators just to kind of get your you know your name going and your name out there um, and that that along with you know going to local gymnastics centers and martial arts schools and finding out where the local people are training you know just to get to know people so they get to know you is another another way to kind of to get in that way um but yeah it's it's challenging you have to work really hard to you know kind of build your name up with people it takes a few years for people to get to know you um but if you know if you train hard you work hard you're a good person and you get in with the right people you'll you'll work probably for a lifetime have you um have you when you started in the industry i, I know you said your husband uh, kind of was has this stunt company now the did you find because you were kind of eased into it I, I don't know if that's the right word eased into it but did you find any like obstacles or any kind of like you know sexist things going on that you were trying to do some like certain stunts or that you were looked down upon being a woman in the industry doing something like that or is that well, time kind of past? um I wouldn't say it wasn't challenging for me what happened to me was that I was given these huge I was given a huge opportunity and I'm kind of that type of person that realizes when you get a huge opportunity you need to work hard and run with it because uh, they don't come all the time. So I decided that I wanted to be a really good stunt performer. Not a really good stunt performer for a woman, just a really good stunt performer. So I would look around at what the guys were doing and, you know, make sure that I could I could hang because I always wanted to be respected. I didn't want to come in and have, you know, there there is there is some, you know, I'm sure some sexism and, and that kind of thing within the business. I mean, you women are often, you know, looked at as maybe a little more emotional. There's, you know, nobody wants crying on set. I mean, you know, there's, there's a few things that, that go along with that. I've, I've been pretty lucky and not really experienced too much of that, but I know there is some of that going on. Um, but to balance that out, there's also these really amazing men that I've worked for that give women not only equal opportunity, but sometimes even more opportunity. I, I was given a chance to do a cannon roll in a car on the movie called The Host. Um, actually, uh -huh. my boss now gave me the opportunity and he didn't have to, you couldn't see who was in the car. He could have done it. He could have gotten a man to do it. They probably normally would have. And he gave me the opportunity to double the girl I was doubling and do this huge stunt. So, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's, there's women empowerment within the stunt world and there's also men on, on team women. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're, that's why we have this podcast is, is to, to show you know, we, we, we kind of fell into the diversity and representation of, of Hollywood. Um, I'm, as you know, I, I'm Chinese. Um, BJ is not Chinese, but, um, but we, we kind of fell into this thing where it didn't make any sense for us to, to see this stuff happening in Hollywood. And with Wonder Woman coming out um, this summer, we thought it'd be a great idea to, to get a, a bunch of talented women together, be able to talk to them in the industry and and have them kind of tell us what it's been like for them, along with their amazing, you know, background, especially yours and and the the other two women that we have on on this podcast. And it's, it's been great. We we've already talked to the other two women. You of course have a, a great background and a great presence right now too in Hollywood. Um, I, I was wondering right now if if I could geek out a little bit at at some of the things sure. that that you have been a part of. <laughs> So I could, I could, I'm sorry. I couldn't let you go without talking about some of the things that you have been in that I just absolutely love. So let's, let's get the big elephant out of the room. Okay. You are black widow. Um, those amazing stunts that we see black, black widow doing the, the, the twirling. I don't even, do you have a technical name for that, for that move? Well, um, technically Scarlett Johansson is black widow. <laughs> Well, okay. But I stunt well, double for Scarlett yeah. Johansson, so we, we're we're Team Widow, basically. Okay, okay, we'll say Team Widow then. And I always call them Widow moves because they're they're usually a mix between a lucha libre version of an actual judo move with some sort of like fancy flair, <laughs> fancy movie flair. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, we usually call them Widow moves because they're a little hybrid of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did that come about is is what I want to know. How did you did you have to audition for that or were by that time were you already so well known that you just got the part? No, you know what happened? Uh Tom Harper, a really amazing stunt coordinator and and second director, uh brought me I'd worked for him a bunch before 
and he had Iron Man 2, he was the boss on Iron Man 2, and he needed a double for Scarlet, so he brought <clears throat> myself, who he knew, and another girl um, as well, who's a good friend of mine, and we both came in and worked with Scarlet, and did, you know, you know, did a few little fight thingies for her to see, and uh, he just said, who, who would you like? And she decided to pick me. So kind of came down to, you know, we both were good for the part, and just more so, like, who, who she thought was a better, you know, double for her. So actually, Scarlett picked me. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, which is actually, I never really thought about that before. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> but, is there, uh, did she ever tell you a reason why she picked you? She just liked the way you moved better, or...? I just think body type wise, I think I was a little um, more like her body type than than the other girl because she liked us both. She even said that they're both great. They, you know, I like how they perform. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, she decided to to pick me, which I'm I'm very grateful because it's been a wonderful wonderful widow ride. <laughs> There's some other movies that you've been here that I don't know a lot of people would know about, uh, and a TV show too. There's two other super superhero. Um, things that you've done on here. Um, there was a short-lived TV show that I kind of liked. It was called No Ordinary Family. Oh, yeah. It said you had stunt doubled for Julie Benz on there, who I loved her in uh, Dexter as well. Yeah. And then the movie Sky High, which was, I believe, a Disney production um, for uh, this, like, basically a superhero high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love both of those. Um, any any, any uh, memorable things that happened out of those two? Yeah, I'm glad you people don't usually bring those up. That's really great. Well, first of all, Julie Benz is one of my favorite people in the world. I doubled her on Rambo 4, and we were in Thailand together for, I don't know, <laughs> five or six, four months, five months, I don't know, kind of like the only girls, and she's just an amazing human being. I love her to death. So when she got No Ordinary Family, she she called and, you know, asked for me, which was really, really nice, and that that show was really fun. I mean, I you know what? Actually, I was sprinting around the Santa Anita racetrack where the horses run for an entire day, which was really cool because who gets to say they did that? <laughs> and then uh, we closed down the 710 freeway and I was sprinting in heels down the 710 with cars parked for, I don't know, maybe half a mile. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that, that show was pretty fun. Um, and like I said, Julie's amazing. And then Sky High was, Sky High was really fun. I came in to do kind of a specialty gag with another guy, another stunt guy named Michael Huggins, who's awesome. It, there's a scene in there where two of the kids get thrown um, into a into a dumpster. And it, we used something that feels archaic now because I haven't used one in, probably since then. <laughs> um, we were going off air rams and they're like, they're these kind of metal plated boards um, that have like air pressure attached to them. So you can, you know, crank up the air as high or low as you want. So, and they're a little bit challenging to ride usually. And so they wanted us to do something together off two separate air rams into this dumpster that they were going to make crushable. And so he did this gainer half move and I did this front long layout off an air ram and we both landed in the trash can at the same time. So it's actually one of my favorite things. He and I spent like weeks rehearsing together before we even went, you know, went to work and we were both like really young and <laughs> new and like trying to impress. So we, yeah, we rehearsed for weeks. Um, and there's, there's one that also that I, I love because of the TV show is, um, is serenity. Who did oh, you, yeah. who did you double for that? I actually didn't double anybody. I, I can't, I trained a lot with, um, Oh my gosh, I'm blinking on her name now. The lead actress, uh, I came in Mar- and worked Marina? with her a bunch. Um, no, it was um, summer. Summary, yeah, summer. So she was training. Uh, my husband was training her at the time. You know, for the movie, he was stunt coordinating. It. Um, so I'd come in and train with her because sometimes it's nicer to have a girl and somebody you can you know watch and that kind of thing. So I trained with her a bunch, and then I ended up coming in to do one scene, this big barroom fight brawl. Mm. And I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm. I was running up a set of stairs and someone kicks me in, the, like side kicks me and she side kicks me in the head and I go flying off the stairs. <laughs> my, my job for the day was to run up the stairs, get kicked in the head and have a wire pull me into the next wall. <laughs> I mean, I, as yeah, in, in the IMDP page, it just says stun. So I figured you yeah. doubled for somebody there. Um, I mean, your, your list, your IMDB list is is crazy of the movies on here. That I've seen, and I was I was really happy when I saw. Um, it's like I said, no ordinary um, 
uh, no ordinary, uh, family, um, for it. So it was, it was, I don't know how many people saw that show. I did. I loved it. Um, yeah. I'm bummed. It got, got canned. It was, it was a fun show. Yeah. And sky high. Anytime it's on stars, I will just sit there and watch it. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix right now too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one too. Um, good have you, stuff. have you ever gotten seriously injured doing stunts or anything that prevented you from finishing any work? I've been pretty lucky, you know, with the injury thing. I, I, um, let's see, I've, I separated the AC joint, my AC joint and my shoulder and cut my face on, um, I think one of the Captain Americas got like jumping through this massive, win- this little window. Um, so that wasn't fun, but luckily I had, you know, a week or two before I had to actually perform and got an MRI, make sure I didn't break my collarbone or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I didn't ha- I didn't have any massive tears. Um, so, you know, that happened. I, um, I got flung on star Wars. I forget what? which one it was. I think it was like, I can't, or I'm sorry, star Trek. Oh, okay. I didn't see, I didn't see star Wars or IMDb. I'm like, wait a minute. Did she just say she's in the new star Wars? No. I <laughs> Oops. Oh God. Um, no star Trek. I think it was the, maybe the second one. I don't know. Or maybe it was the first one. I can't remember whatever it says up there, but I, I'm running along this hallway and I get blown up onto the side of the, you know, there's a, a hole in the ship and I get blown onto the side of a wall and then sucked out. And it was just this really challenging gag. And every time I did it, I was like hitting a wall or, you know, hitting the side of hitting my head. This is one of those things. Like I went to work. I'm like, well, I know I'm going to get hurt today. I'm just not really sure how bad it's going to be. And um, <laughs> so one time they sucked me out the hole and I didn't hit any, anything. I just went clean through and we were so not used to it that we didn't know actually what was going to happen. So I kind of spun I'm on a, I'm on a wire and I'm flying through there and I kind of spun around through the hole and up to the back of the set where the two by fours were holding the set together. And my calf was what stopped me on the corner of a two by four. So that stopped me for a couple hours (laughs) (laughs) and then, and that, you know, I came back and did it a couple more times and we were fine. So I don't know. I've I've had a few things, but nothing, you know, nothing horrible yet. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Uh, So for me, for me and BJ, both of us, we, we love martial arts films and action films. Obviously we love the sci-fi fantasy action, all the stuff that basically everything that you've ever done. I've watched it many, many times. There's even stuff on here that like, I didn't even know you were, you were part of that. You wouldn't think you would be a part of, but you were like a hail Caesar. um, You were in um, double Scarlet. (laughs) Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But is there anybody that like, for me growing up um, watching a lot of Chinese um, Asian uh, action movies, uh, a big, big female uh, action star for me was Michelle Yao. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anybody that, that uh, women wise that you haven't worked with that you would just love to work with uh, in that regard? Well, there, there are a few characters that change things for me. Not necessarily. It's interesting because a lot of these actresses will go in and they play this amazing role and then they don't do more action. So like Linda Hamilton, mm-hmm. Terminator two. I mean, I want to be her. <laughs> I mean, she's amazing. Um, and then, of course, you know, the Matrix changed a lot for me and everybody and how people viewed, you know, martial art films and Trinity. I mean, that character was badass. Yes. I think we all wanted to be Trinity, man or woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I feel like I've I've gotten to work with a lot of the people that I, you know, never thought I would and have been very excited to work with. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so lucky. Um, Michelle Rodriguez and Scarlett Johansson are two people that I work with quite a lot and they're so great. They're both really, they're really, you know, empowering women on their own. They're very nice people. They're always trying to help people out. It's, it's quite nice to be in that company. So it's hard to say I want to work with somebody else because they're so great. Right, right. Uh, I, I didn't see, uh, Fast and Furious 8 on, uh, the Fate of the Furious on your, on your uh, filmography. Are you in that as well? Yeah. Um, I started that movie doubling Michelle and then, um, I, I ended up, they ended up dropping me for a few months cause there wasn't much going on. And I ended up booking an, an acting gig doing a, a Chinese film actually with, um, Wu Jing. I don't know if you know who he is. Uh, the name's not familiar right now. He, um, yeah, I ended up acting in a movie in China. <laughs> 
So oh, I had, cool. yeah, so I didn't finish it, but yeah, I don't, I should probably check on that. Cause I, I was in the movie. Oh, well I'm, I'm going to see it tonight. So I'll try oh, to good. see if I can find you in there. Um, I've never actually looked, uh, I've never actually gone to the movies before and actually said, I'm going to try to find somebody I know in this movie. <laughs> so tonight will well, be a first. That one might be hard because I ended up not doing the end, the, her big fight. Somebody else, Natalie uh, Padilla, really great girl, came in for me and replaced me on that one. Um, but, yeah, I'm in there a little bit, so good luck. <laughs> um, so is there, um, is there anything you want to plug besides what's going on right now um, with, the, with the fitness and everything? Um, I mean, as far as the fitness goes, we also have a couple other products. Um, we have an organic lip balm and an, and a, um, a sunscreen. They're called Warrior Paint. And so, you know, for us being outdoors and training and being in California, you know, it's really important to protect your skin, protect your lips. So, you know, that's something I'd like to plug and or talk about. Um, other than that, um, no, I mean, I, I love what you guys are doing. I love the idea of getting a bunch of women together that might empower others and talk about you know, how we can all make each other stronger. I think that's so positive and so great. And, you know, if we'd all do that, there probably wouldn't be a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, um, I, I can't thank you enough for, for taking the time. I know your, your schedule's tight. It's about to get, you cannot confirm or deny that your schedule is about to get tighter. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I, we, we usually end every interview with this, what we call the, the big finish. And usually what that is, is, or what it always is, is just three questions. Everybody gets the same questions. Um, and we just like to get people's reaction from these questions. So the first question is, what's your all time favorite character character? And it, be, and it can be from any genre. My all time favorite character, any mm-hmm. movie, any movie, TV show, doesn't matter. Comic books. You know what? The bionic woman. Oh, Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, any reason why her? Well, growing up, I mean, I guess you already kind of asked me this question. I, I didn't really think of her, but growing up, I remember watching the bionic woman and thinking this woman's amazing. I can't believe, she, you know, she gets, she's, she was basically a superhero. And, you know, I remember thinking it's, it's great that this woman can stand up there and be as cool and as badass as the guys. And I was pretty little, probably watching syndication. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? The Bionic Woman or Black Widow? Oh. Uh probably Black Widow. Reason? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Black Widow, because I mean she's amazing and badass, but she's an ex Russian spy. She's really smart. No matter, you know, the Bionic Woman might be stronger and more powerful, but she'd figure out a way to best her. I think with her brains. And that's a good, that's a good, that's a good answer. Uh, what, um, I know you're really busy again. What, are, is there any TV shows that you have to watch that you have to try and catch? Um, well, even while you're away, is there something like I have to watch this TV show? Uh, I, I usually don't watch things. Well, actually, yeah. Okay. Archer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Archer, modern family. Um, and I just watched stranger things. Oh, nice one. That's and a good one. I don't like scary things or creepy things, but I started watching it and then I'm like, oh man, I can't, I have to finish it. Um, I also just started watching uh, Homeland. So there you go. So uh, Stranger Things, I, I think we're about the same age. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like a, a, a thriller horror slash like Goonies type thing. Yeah. Or like, yeah, exactly. I I, those kids are amazing. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm sorry. What was the what was the one show you mentioned before Stranger Things? Your, oh, uh, Modern Archer. Family and Archer are shows that I've been watching that you know that I wait for their season to like come back. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if Archer was on Friends, who would who would he be dating? Oh, all of them, <laughs> man or woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that needs explanation there. <laughs> okay, and your top three movies of all time is the final question. Ah, uh, The Princess Bride, The Matrix, and Terminator Two, because I have a crush on Linda Hamilton. <laughs> those are those are really great films. Funny story about The Matrix is that I didn't even want to go see that movie when it came out. Um, <laughs> it just looked funny to me, and yeah. uh, the person I was with at the time she she made me go see it, and I ended up being the only person in the th- 
out of the group that we went to go see it with um, that actually liked that movie. Really? Everybody else, yeah, everybody, else, everybody liked The Matrix. I thought so too, but apparently that viewing, everybody they didn't get it. They didn't understand. Like, I don't understand. Oh, you got to get happened. new friends. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, that was a long time ago, so I, so I technically did. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. See? Moving on up. <laughs> movies, movies tend to do that. Um, so, uh, Heidi, again, thank you so much. The, the one last thing I, I, I want to do is, is if you can right now without messing around with your window too much, uh, cause we've had some internet issues. Could you open your email? Cause I sent you, uh, I sent you an email. Phone. We normally, it on my phone? Oh, yeah, you can do it on your phone. Okay. We, uh, we, we usually send the, we usually do a gift, but obviously you being in Scotland right now is that's not possible. So we are chewing this Energy United podcast. Our logo is stick figures. So I, I just want you to open your email and, okay. and take a look at what we just sent to you okay. and describe it if you could. Okay. One sec. Let me look on a different phone. Sorry, we're downloading. That's okay. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you have a picture here that looks like Black Widow stick figure picture. Really good, great haircut. Looks just like my hair right now. Um, we've got some lightning sticks and a Black Widow belt and she looks ready to charge. (laughs) So like I said, this is our, this is our little pun intended stick here, stick here where we, you know, our logo, we couldn't. We're, you know, we're a privately funded fo- podcast, just me and, me and BJ. So our logo, me and BJ are actually a stick figure. So everybody that we interview gets a stick figure. And oh. that is your official chew on the stick figure. That's amazing. I love it. Can't wait to right. post it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we're going to need guys. a picture of it. Thank you okay. so much for doing this. I know logistically it was tough. Um, good luck oh, to the things. That, yeah, me too. Or us too. I'm so glad that you were on and good luck. Uh, I can't wait to see things that you're in that you cannot confirm or deny. (laughs) I can't wait for you to see them. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again, Heidi. All right. Thank you, guys.